1: So if you're ready to fill in the gaps in your business, decrease overwhelm, and finally get all the answers on your membership that you've been looking for, let's dive in. Welcome
0: Welcome to to the the Membership's Memberships Mastermind Podcast. Podcast. Molly's question. I'm launching a three-month mastermind intensive in September, awesome. Any tips on how to start teasing promoting now? Okay, so do you wanna hop on the mic, Molly? I realized that
2: an ongoing membership was not as appealing to me as working with maybe a smaller group of people more intensely over like a short period of time. So that's kind of how the mastermind idea came together for me. So I'm launching it in September. I'm thinking to start, hoping to get some around five to 10 people. So in the meantime, on my website, I have a place for them to apply because I'm having them fill out an application to be part of it just so I can make sure the people who are coming in are really ready to work and dig deep and sort of I can kind of match people well. But in the meantime, I'd love any advice or experience you guys have and leading up to it, how I can start to kind of plant the seed and get people preparing for that kind of a thing.
0: Good, good. Well, let me um, open up the mic for anyone. Does anyone want to chime in any feedback or any ideas if you've done anything like this or been part of small group masterminds, what's worked well? I always like to open up first before we we chime in.
1: Has anybody participated and or ran
3: the mastermind. Go ahead, Mitch. So I'm a member of Paul and Melissa's and I'm using that methodology. And I sat and stewed about it, Molly, for a long time. And one weekend I went, I'm tired of stewing. And I just launched it that week. I just did the thing that Paul and Melissa talk about all the time. And I just said, look, I'm opening this up. I posted it on Facebook. I had, right now I have seven members. $97 a month, not a big expense, but they're gradually trickling in and I'm getting more comfortable. So I'm not doing the big launch thing because that scared the hell out of me, frankly. And it was just easier to just raise my hand and go, I'm tired of wasting my time. I'm going to do it. Anybody interested and it's working out really well. I'm on my third week right now. So it's brand new, but that's my experience, not necessarily for everybody, but just dive in, do it. Don't wait till September.
2: (laughs) Well, the funny thing is I launched it and I had a couple people like, right. I hadn't even told anyone really. I just had completely redone my website and like I had two people already who wanted to come in. Then I was like, wait, I haven't even like, (laughs) like I put it out there, but I was like, wait, I'm not like in the mental space, but then the process of talking to them and summer schedules and kids home and stuff, we, decided to push back to September. So the nice thing is I've already got people like waiting to get in, but I would like to sort of figure out how to continue to build excitement. And right now what I'm doing is trying to just be out there serving, teaching, let people get an idea of what it's like to work with me. Because I feel like the best thing I can do is when I'm serving them, because then they're like, oh, I love your approach to this or how, you know, so just kind of letting them have a taste of what it might be like. But I didn't know if you had any other insights or tips for me. Just to
1: give everybody else context, can you explain the membership a little bit to everybody?
2: Yeah, I'm going to be doing a three month like mastermind intensive. So it's kind of almost like a, it's called the heart and how membership. So I really like to sort of dig into things like people's purpose and calling and their gifts, their values that sort of drive their business. Mm -hmm. And then from that all the way to like sort of building a, a roadmap to where you hope to be in the future, what you're sort of dream business would look like and how do we get there. So everything from like social media strategy, which is sort of what my, you know, home base is, is social, i working as a social media strategist, but the heart part is really part of my passion. So I'm sort of bringing those two things together. I love working in this smaller intimate setting with people. So that's kind of where this idea came from.
1: Okay. okay talking about like price point and.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want me to tell you what I'm charging? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if no, you're okay. I don't care. If you're okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. fine. I don't care. Yeah. No, I'm charging for the three months right now. My price point is a thousand dollars
1: people per are, month or total total, okay. total for
2: the three months. And I'm doing like two zoom calls a month with the whole group, and then meeting one-on-one once a month with people. Okay. And then just some like daily check-in, having a Facebook group where we can, I'm hoping that as much, it's not all me centered, but it becomes this community of people too, where we're sort of helping each other and cool. and that sort of thing too. So that's kind of my goal.
1: Okay. awesome. So the thing that I want you to think about though is because people are always going to know what they're going to invest in. So I know like Mm -hmm. the the $1,000 will get them like the mindset of thinking like, okay, this is, it sounds like it's going to be a three month program. Mm -hmm. Now the challenge with that is that you either have to resell them back into the next three months Mm -hmm. because you're going to be indirectly launching and launching and relaunching. Yeah. Like
2: I'm graduating them and then what am I going to do
1: with them? So, yeah. I, so I just want you to think, because there's going to be that element to mm-hmm. it, because mm-hmm. either you had to pre-sell an entire new group of people coming in mm-hmm. for the next three months. So while you're serving those people,
2: yeah, I, guess I didn't you have think to about be yeah.
1: pre-selling exactly. the next batch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that's just one thing I just want you to think about, mm-hmm. that, you know, and when we're all good, better, and different—like not everybody, but just in general—a lot of us live in 30-day recurring cycles as far mm-hmm. as income to debt. Mm-hmm. You know that we're very conditioned with, like, okay, we don't buy movies anymore; or we get Netflix. There's like all these little monthly bills. So when you ask for a thousand-dollar commitment, that's going to attract a different person than even having it at three thirty-five a month.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, type mm-hmm. of thing.
1: So it's like, cause somebody has to be in a financial position right now to put up the thousand dollars for ties over to three months.
2: Mm-hmm. And I do say payment plans available. Do you think that solves that problem or do it, you think it's a different mindset
1: completely? Um, it, it could be a little bit of both
2: mm-hmm.
1: because when you say payment plans are available, but there's not an option there just to do it silently. Mm-hmm. What it then does, it puts the onus back on yeah. the person to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Or reach out to you and say, I'm jammed up. I can't do it this way, yeah. but I can do it that way. Mm-hmm. So, so offer what happens, both. you'll have the silent people that are just like, won't mm-hmm. go there. So it definitely would, if you look at a lot of the online sales pages, when they do announce a payment plan, it's just an option on there, yeah. you know, That's that way call. people just know they quietly can yeah, go there. They can make mm-hmm. a decision. They don't feel judged. They don't feel like they have to come to you and kind of ask for it, mm-hmm. feel that vulnerability uh, of mm-hmm. doing
2: that. Yeah. So
1: it, just from a psychology standpoint, I would eliminate that weight yeah. off of their shoulders. But, uh, yeah. and at the same time is maybe potentially, could this be set up where, if you want to model it the way that you're doing, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to think through like how you yeah. Are. Mm-hmm. that the initial investment is is a $1,000 in advance or a payment plan
2: mm-hmm. for
1: the first three months. Mm-hmm. And how you can position it that this is an ongoing mastermind, but we like to do an initial probation period to make sure that you love what you're going to get out of it and mm-hmm. also that you're the right fit. We want this to be a long-term win-win relationship for mm-hmm. you. But know that there is an opportunity to continue after it if you'd like to.
2: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And like yeah. roll it into like, a smaller monthly price Yeah, that would just continue. And would you separate them from the main group so that the groups well, that, that are going through feel? That's all,
1: yeah. That, that depends on like the, again, this comes in, if you're tra- training as a true mastermind, it all depends on where your vision is mm-hmm. because people's reality will be however you present it to them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So even any pay program that any of us have been in, the first version of the program, all of us bought in at whatever price and mm-hmm. it was presented a certain way. And then three years later, it's a different price and there's a different offer. Yeah. You know, so the people that come in today are accepting and they're okay with what it's offered, like how it is today. They don't mm-hmm. know how it used to be.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: You know? So it just, it's looking at it like, is the promise that it is a rotating, you know, mastermind where it potentially could be a, a different group of people,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, every, every three months. And, or is it, do you have an initial group, initial phase? Cause there's other things you need to indoctrinate on board people, mm-hmm. get them used to the systems, get them in track and the equivalent of alumni or something mm-hmm. that's more of a veteran style group.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Even this is just things to think about. Like, is that too complicated? Yeah, you know, you yeah. know in, in creating that, we've had programs where I'll give you a different example where we used to do private coaching. You know, in, in different spaces, and we originally years ago started off at a thousand, and now these days we still do it on a limited basis. It starts at two thousand, depending on the time resource that, that we have. But what happened was we normally would do a ninety day period. And then after that, it would be like a maintenance plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the first 90 days was harder and more ramped up and more intensive because we were getting to learn each other. Like, you know, there's things that are out of whack. It's, it's like being a chiropractor and you come in, it's like, okay, you're way out of whack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this one's going to take an in hour. In yeah. <laughs> exactly coming in for the weekly adjustments. And this, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, most people understood that because when we explained, it's really, you have to get into that rhythm. Like we can't, if you want results, like if you just were to invest in one month of coaching, you're not going to mm-hmm. get the results that you want. But if you have that three month, then we get to do the plan together. We get to map things out. And then if, then we, when we phrased it that way, most people were really receptive to that mm-hmm. to let them know that 90 days is important and it's required. Mm-hmm. And then we could do the ongoing monthly if, if you wanted to afterwards.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do you have any price points you think for that monthly afterwards i mean are we talking like a 37 dollar? i mean does it drop that low
1: no i wouldn't do that mm-hmm. because then what you're doing is you're descending people yeah so if people came in with a higher touch program then that's mostly like what they were attracted to
2: mm-hmm.
1: are you do you have the capacity Like, how many of these groups do you want to run concurrently
2: yeah i don't know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like once i get the first group through you know it's kind of like when i teach my workshop once i get that first one done then i love it and it's you know i'm just tweaking at that point so i feel like once i get the first one through then it will be much more go much more smoothly so yeah i mean i i would rather see everybody go through i mean just this is my initial gut with like no thought except what we've been uh, me listening to you oh yeah mm-hmm. is like they would go through the mastermind and then they'd be in an alumni like maintenance Mm -hmm. kind of a group and the mastermind would still be like the onboarding process, very small and intimate. And then the, do you want to keep the momentum going kind of a group Mm -hmm. afterwards? Mm -hmm. So that was really only like two things. Yeah.
1: And, and with that, I'm not sure if you want to jump down because they're going to, depending on your deliverables, you know, being in balance, mm-hmm. that they came to you for a certain level of access and certain level of conversation mm-hmm. and support that after that initial, they probably are still going to be looking for something similar to have that, that, and maybe it's just on. a naming thing. So you have your initial mastermind and then maybe the next thing is the inner circle,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and you have to go through the mastermind in order to get into the inner circle. Mm-hmm you know, Mm -hmm. type thing. So it seems more of a succession plan versus, you know, and it's just your way of, you know, the mastermind allows you to get to know people, you know, make sure they're the right fit and everything. And then at Mm -hmm. the end of that process, you naturally give them an offer for them to be able to come in, into the inner circle opportunity. Mm -hmm. And that could technically be at the same price point. Like that could be like a two ninety nine, you know, or 300 range if you're doing some similar because you want to keep in mind that people are are having a certain level of access to you Mm -hmm. and when they're used to that and they rearrange your schedule and they're in that tempo, then they're going to get used to it. Like that's what they want. They want that daily fix Mm -hmm. and you know, or weekly or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then if you suddenly give them a different, totally completely different offer and it's totally different deliverables, then that's like a new decision.
2: Yeah.
1: Now Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, hold on. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I was coming here for the pizza all the time, but now you don't have pizza anymore. You only have wings. Right. Mm. Do I want the wings. I'm <laughs> sorry. Can you tell I didn't eat, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, we did eat, but it just feels like 20 hours. <laughs> that's just four hours.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I didn't think about that. That's awesome advice. Yeah, that's fascinating. All right. Awesome.
1: Because this is the only thing for any of us that want to do in this direction. Because internally, I know you probably feel fulfilled taking people through a process, like coming through, and them having that transformation and in inside of that space of time. And at the same time, y- you will indefinitely have to go out and find new customers. And that's going mm-hmm. to be a lot of and how, you, how you referenced it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: you're constantly having to create new mm-hmm. opportunity. And it's like, you're now in a transactional relationship. Mm-hmm. 'cause it's like fee for service versus how we look at our memberships. It's the difference between we look at a course or like a, a one time like it's kind of like, you know, first date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. It's kind of like, okay, no commitment here, bought dinner, we're hanging out, we have a conversation, it's over. Okay, we all move on. It's like buying mm-hmm. any of the courses out there, right? But a membership we look at that's more that's like a relationship. That's fair exchange of giving value and people investing their time as well as their financial resource. Cause we want them to yeah, do whatever the effort and the time is that they yeah. put into it. So it's just something, but the, the lifetime value of a customer is incredibly exponentially larger for that one person than you having to go out and do the same amount of effort to create the next person just coming in through the three month mastermind.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to put the same amount of energy and effort into creating that client and you only get paid that one time for that fee for service, mm-hmm. versus creating something where they naturally would want to stay with you, and the lifetime value of them would be so much higher, and you wouldn't have to go out and recreate mm-hmm. the client yeah. over and over again. I just yeah. that's just something I just want to you know.
0: Yeah, that's really smart. Time. Thank you, I
1: appreciate oh. that.
2: Christian, just asked,
0: what's your application process?
2: Yeah, right now I just have I use HoneyBook to manage my clients, and when they hit the apply button. I just send them a questionnaire that just asks about their business, their social media handles, like how committed they are to like digging deep where they have their pain points in their business, stuff like that. I'm happy to share it if you want me to, or you can even probably go to my website and fake it. <laughs> like you're going to cool. be in it. Yeah, too. yeah, sure. yeah cool. yep, I will.
0: Awesome. If you enjoyed this podcast, then join us on our free live zoom calls twice a month. You'll get to ask your membership questions and hang out with awesome membership owner peeps. Just sign up to be notified at membershipsmastermind.com.